Hey you, hey you, welcome to the Free Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Amber Andrews, and today I am back with a very delayed episode, you guys, but for good reason. Uh, Before we get into it, I did want to announce this podcast is every other week. We upload a new episode, and when I say we, I mean me. We upload a new episode every other Wednesday, um, or at least we try to stay on that schedule. Don't forget to leave feedback, um, subscribe to the channel, leave a review, um, anything. Anything you feel led to do, always try to do it, especially share with a friend, guys. If this episode touches your heart, any episode, if it touches your heart and it really just makes you think and makes you feel like, man, I needed that, always feel, um, you know, always don't forget to share with a friend because they could possibly need it too. Now, for my regulars, the ones that are here every other Wednesday, I know this looks a bit different if you're watching on YouTube. Y'all, guess who did not feel like setting up their backdrop for this episode? Yeah, definitely me. Girl, uh, yeah, your girl has been going through it. I'm currently quarantined because I have COVID. I don't know if you can hear the nasally, scratchy voice. Trust me, it sounded a lot worse than it does right now um, earlier this week. But it's just been so much going on, you guys. I went on a trip. We're going to get into that because that has to do with today's episode. I went on a trip. As soon as I got back from my trip, boom, COVID hit me. Um, so that is one of the reasons I'm kind of late. Um with this episode the last time i put up an episode was may 4th so we did miss a week but here we are we're not going to end out may without giving you that second episode so today's title is community matters y'all this is how struggle bus i am i didn't take no notes i can't even find my ipad which is really what i use to take my notes typically like the setup no backdrop (laughs) we thugging it today we just giving you it giving it to you real um transparent being real um humble open honest as pastor todd says i'm just right now it doesn't even matter what it looks like it doesn't matter what it looks like behind me it doesn't matter about the setup what's important is what i have to say to you guys today um so like i said i'm gonna be talking about community matters before i get into it i do want to say a quick prayer um for everyone that's listening if we could all just close our eyes Father God, I come to you in this moment just to thank you first and foremost for allowing me to get up today and being able to feel um, healthy enough and with it enough to record this episode. Father, I know that I am not the only one that's going to benefit from this episode, but also those that are listening. I pray to whoever is listening, God, that you open their minds, you open their hearts, and I pray that you allow them to just take what is said in this episode with um with clarity father god allow it to touch them in some way speak to them through me father god like i always say i am a vessel of your word um use me as a tool uh father god i pray that this episode just touches the lives of whoever you need it to touch to um last but not least i pray for good health for all my listeners pray for good mental and physical health father god i love you we love you and i just pray that you be with me through this episode amen all right y'all so today's episode is community matters um what do i mean by that so for me personally the deeper i found myself in my walk with god so the closer and closer i grew to god the um the more serious our relationship got, I found myself wanting to be surrounded by a group of like-minded Christians, um, just a group of people that I can really count on, a group of people that I can relate to when it comes to religion, um, just a firm foundation of people that were like me. You know, we're not perfect. We're all still growing in our religion and our relationship with Christ. Um, you know, we all have our stories. We all have our past. I wanted a group of friends not even a group you guys like at the time i really just wanted like one or two friends um in addition to the friends i already have um and to touch on that 
I already have friends, yes. Um, however, I do not have many friends that are Christian. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. My best, best friend, one of my closest best friends, she is Muslim. And, you know, if you would have asked me two or three years ago, like, would I have been best friends with this girl? Heck, I almost cussed. Heck no. Um, if Suad, if you're listening, I love you, boo. Like, you know what I told you when I first met you. I did not like you. Not because she was Muslim, just because she really grinded my gears, y'all. But that's a different story. That's a different story. See, I'm getting sidetracked already. But yeah, my one of my closest best friend is Muslim um, and then my other friends they are either um, I'm not gonna say non-religious but they just don't claim uh, Christianity and there's nothing wrong with that I said that from day one I do not judge anybody um, out there I don't judge a bit against different religions I don't judge against different beliefs you know to each its own um, I can always I will always accept you for who you are what you believe um, regardless of our differences in religion however um, because I did not have that close-knit um, group of friends or a close-knit friendship um, that was based upon Christianity, um, I was really seeking that. That was a desire of my heart. Now, don't get me wrong, I do have my family um, who I would rely on in times when I just wanted that extra companion um, with someone who I knew understood where I was coming from as far as my relationship with Christ goes. But sometimes it's like in my mind, we all need someone that's outside of our family. Like, yes, we love our family. Our family is great. Our family supports us in all ways. Um, while I'm speaking for myself, I hope that, you know, you have family to support you. And if not, it's okay. But um, I just needed it a bit more. I needed someone else that I can really trust, someone else that I can open up to, someone else that was kind of around my age, but not really. Um, and that led me to ask God. Like, I literally started asking God at the beginning of this year, actually, the beginning of 2022. I remember I prayed to God and I said, God, you know what? Like, this year, it's yours. Do what you want with it. Um, do what you want with me. I'm not really going to make any goals or any plans. I just want to see what you want to lead me to do. I just want to be obedient to you. Um, I don't want to be going off of my own plans or my own goals. Of course, I have some things that were already in my head that God was telling me to work on. But I didn't want anything set in stone because I really just wanted to take myself out of the equation, um, sit back and allow God to work. You know, I wanted to focus on obedience this year um, and just really walking in his will. That's a big thing. So I have this paper here. If you're listening, you can't see it, obviously. But if you're watching on YouTube, you will be able to see it. I have this paper here. Um, this is something I made after I said my prayer to God and I, it, it's not a resolution. It was not new year's resolution and it was not a list of goals. It specifically says 2022, what I believe God has planned for me this year. Um, and number one on the list was expanding the podcast to YouTube. So, you know, that was not a goal of mine. That was something I thought God was really telling me to do. So I just put it on there because I was like, you know, we can hope for it. We can expect for it. Let's see what God does. Um, another, the second one, it's only five of them, you guys. The second one is writing a good portion of my book and possibly looking into copyright styles and options. <laughs> we're not going to speak too much on that, but just know we're getting there. Um, it's in the process. It's in the process, okay? I did attend some seminars um, on copyright and publishing, so definitely not done. It's only May, but we're moving in the right direction. Um, number three, this is the important one. And once again, guys, please excuse my voice. Like I'm the COVID. She got me. But anyways, number three, new relationships and friendships with brothers and sisters in Christ. Y'all, when I say this was literally one of the things that I put on the list, but I wasn't 
I wasn't a hundred percent sure that it would happen. I kind of had my doubts, like you know, maybe because it's hard to explain. First, let me show y'all the paper if you're watching, just so you can see. I ain't making this up. Like I typed this up at the beginning of the year, and it's on there. I don't know if you can see how good you can see, but it's definitely on there along with some other things. I'm not gonna read all five of them because the purpose, the 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 point I want you to get is that I put on this list that God. I believe that this year you have planned for me to have new relationships and friendships with brothers in Christ. And then at the bottom here, I put, I trust you, God, and I give this year to you. Have your way, and I promise to be obedient. Um, so, yeah, at the beginning of the year, that was one thing that I strongly desired. Now, even though I wasn't sure how it was going to work, because, mind you, not even mind you, some of you know this, some of you don't. For the longest, I would claim that I was an introvert. I would claim that I did not like people, that I did not like humans. I would always say it like, if you're my close friend, you know I always say this, I can't stand, I would say I can't stand humans. Like, I wish I could just live on the earth with all dogs. I cannot stand humans. I'm tired of humans, blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, I used to strongly just have this feeling that I didn't like people. Um, and I think that mostly came from... When I was growing up and I was younger, yes, I was shy, but I think I held on to that term shy for so long because that's what people told me I was like, oh, you're shy. Oh, you're quiet. You know, like that type of thing. So I held on to it for so long and I kind of hid behind it. And as I got into my older years of life, um, not even like I'm that old, but as I'm getting older, um, getting closer and closer to my 30s, I'm noticing like, Amber, you are not shy. Like you, you, you might have been shy in the past, but you definitely are not shy right now in this current stage of life that you're in. Um, more than anything, I think God is really developing me into a social butterfly. And that even sounds crazy coming out of my mouth because I'm like, huh, me, what God, like social butterfly? No, nah, that's not me. Like I rather, or at least I think that's not me. Um, I'm one of those people where I feel like, in the middle of a group or in the middle of a uh, like setting I am that person that's kind of in the background chilling just observing that's what I like to think at least but what <laughs> some of the experience I've had experiences I've had this year and I'm, like I said I'm gonna get into it guys um some of the experiences I had this year within this last week or two weeks alone especially on the trip that I went on um I'm not I'm not that person that sits back in the crowd and observes like I'm a social butterfly. I'm talking. I'm interacting. Um, I want to listen to other people's stories. I want to tell them my story. Um, I want to form bonds. Like, I'm very much... I'm very much not this isolated, introverted, shy, um, non-people person that I thought I was. Um, and it's crazy to think that it took me 27 years of life to realize that. But it did. And I'm glad that I'm realizing it now. Um in this current stage rather than realizing it when it's a lot later and it's kind of too late um so i say all that to say community matters when you are in um a relationship with god when you are in a walk with your religion because you need that extra strong foundation that's going to hold you up you need that extra strong foundation that you can count on that you can rely on um you can connect with um and for me I don't remember the exact dates, but once again, I prayed this prayer at the beginning of the new year. Um, and I believe in February is when God started speaking to me about joining a small church group. Um, and for the backstory, I actually am a part of two different churches. So I have my church that um, is here in Maryland that is... Um, that I grew up in, that I was baptized in. I've been going to this church since I was like probably 
seven or eight, like very young. Um, and I also have an online church that I just recently attended. Um, I want to say I started attending this church online um, definitely last year, but I just don't remember like what month, but definitely before um, this year. Um, and that so that church is where. I watch online. I watch the past uh, Pastor Michael Todd. It's called Transformation Church on YouTube. But I watch his sermons um, every Sunday during the week. I play back old sermons. Um, it's just a both churches are at different levels. My church here at home, um, it's a larger scale church. It's like you go in church, you go into the church building, and it's like tons and tons of seats and rows on top of rows and thousands of people. It's very large. Like you don't you don't get that connection you don't get that um it's it's hard to say it's a great church don't get me wrong it's a very great church but because it's so long i'm sorry so large you don't get that tight close-knit um bond that at least i was looking for i mean you may know some faces and barely even that because like i said the church is so large people come from all different parts of the county in the city <laughs> to attend this church because it's so large um so you might not even remember who you saw last week or the week before that or at easter service or whatever um it's very hard to just connect at least for me personally and it's sometimes it can be overwhelming because that church is so large don't get me wrong i love that church first baptist church of glen arden um <laughs> Pastor Jenkins, I love you. I love y'all's church. But like I was saying, I was looking for something more intimate. I was looking for something where I can get to know people in a smaller setting and feel more comfortable with opening up. So when I started watching Transformation Church online, once again, that was not my intent. I just stumbled across Pastor Michael Todd's uh, sermons and I really could connect with them. They're really touching me on a deep level. And this is all in the midst of COVID. So um, like when the quarantine first happened, I'm sorry, when the pandemic first happened. So, of course, watching church online was a, uh, the only option I had at the time. So fast forward. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting long winded. It's supposed to be a short episode, y'all. But it's so much detail that goes into this. Um, fast forward. I felt God telling me to join a small church group. So I started with my church, First Baptist Church of Glen Arden, the church that I attend in person. And I know that they have uh, different groups and different. Um, what do you call them? like just different uh groups i can't think of the actual word right now but different groups that you can join so i started joining a couple of the groups online and i went into it with this mindset of uh that the group would be like small and like very personal and intimate and no it was just it I don't know why I expected that. The church is so large. Of course, it's not going to be a small group, Amber. So it wasn't really what I was looking for. It was a good experience, but it just was not what I was looking for. Um, so I was like, God, like, what are you trying to tell me to do? Like, I want to join a church group. I want to be amongst uh, fellow believers. I want that close friendship and that connection. But where do I get it from? What do I do? And it never crossed my mind about Pastor Michael Todd's church, Transformation Church. That church never crossed my mind because, once again, that church was virtual. So I didn't see an option or I didn't think there was an option to be a part of a group because it's the virtual church. Um, fast forward again, I think this was in like either March. Yeah, this was definitely in March when um, I was watching a sermon and Pastor Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd started talking about belong groups. And he was saying how his church has belong groups, which are virtual, um, small groups. You pick and join as many as you want. They meet multiple times throughout the um, like weekly 
and you know you just pick the one that caters to you so when he opened up the semester and we were allowed to go in and register for a group i'm like bet god like i'm doing it this must be my chance this must be what you want me to do since things didn't work out for my other church group um at my in-person church so i stepped out on faith i joined or i signed up for like five or six different groups just out of excitement because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, I was reading the titles and I was reading the descriptions and I'm like, oh, I like that one. And I would sign up. <laughs> um, what your girl didn't know is that each one that you sign up for, they reach out to you and they're like, hey, like, well, thank you for joining my group. Like, da, 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 da. So I had all these emails come into my inbox and it was very overwhelming because every group that I signed up for was now contacting me, telling me like, welcome to the group. This is the day that we meet. This is the time that we meet, you know, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what did I do? Like, I took on more than I can chew. I obviously don't want to be a part of all seven of these groups. I don't have the space in my schedule. So I was now stuck with feeling very overwhelmed and I kind of was like this is a bad idea why did I do this and I didn't reply to any email I didn't reach back to any one of the group leaders I just kind of left it and I kind of forgot about it honestly until about I think it was like March 22nd somewhere along the end of March I'm hoping I'm getting this right I'm trying to go off of memory you guys but somewhere along the end of March um one of the lead facilitators for the group that for one of the groups that I signed up for she actually called me and this is after she sent multiple multiple emails um she actually called me on my cell phone Patrina girl if you're watching hey sis I love you I thank you again for making that phone call and taking that extra initiative because it wasn't for, if it wasn't for that I would have never joined but no let me tell you my sis called me and at the time mind you I did not know this woman at all I didn't know her. She called me and she's like, hey, this is Petrina. I hope it's okay to say your name on here, girl. But hey, this is Petrina. Um, I'm the facilitator, the leader of this group that you signed up for. I was just wondering if you're still interested, that type of thing. And, you know, after talking to her, I was like, God, this must be you. Because she didn't have to go out of her way to call to see if I still want to be a part of the group. She could have just left it alone and took, took the fact that I didn't reply as this I, did, I wasn't interested but no she reached out she called me we had a conversation and she really encouraged me to you know step out on faith and be a part of the group in which I did um, so fast forward I joined this group I had no clue what it was going to entail I had no clue um, what I was even getting myself into all I knew is that the group met every week on zoom so online um, and all of us in the group came from different parts of the state. Um, some people came from Florida. Some people were located in Canada. Me, I'm located in Maryland. Another good friend in the group, she's located in Delaware. Like people were all over you guys. I can't even I cannot even remember all of the places because once again, this is a virtual church. Um, the church is located in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but a lot of us watch from YouTube. So we all came from different places to be a part of this group. Um, I think it was a total of either. When I joined, I think it was like 13 people. Um, but as the semester went on, the number continued to increase. Anyway, anyway, Amber, you're, you're rambling. Get to the point. The point is, ever since I had joined that group, from day one, I felt like it was where I belonged. From day one, I felt welcome. From day one, I felt accepted. I felt comfortable to share my story with these women, to share testimonies, um, to talk about struggles, to talk about my downfalls. And same from them. Like, we all were able to open up and just let down a guard, be vulnerable, open up with each other and really just form a close knit bond. So fast forward to the end of the semester, because um, I can't remember the exact dates, but those belong groups, they run in semesters. So 
when I first joined the group, um, it was mentioned to me that at the end of the semester, there was going to be a trip, a group trip where we all were going to come together and meet face to face for the first time. Now, when it was first mentioned to me, I kind of was just like, oh, OK, sounds fun. But I really was not interested in going because in my mind, I still had like these doubts or like, I don't know, like just I, I was nervous. I was like, it's going to be awkward. I don't know these people. Why would I go on a trip with them? That type of thing. And it's not even that I didn't know them. I knew their stories. I knew the things that they shared in the group. And once again, we all were very open. But because I had never met them face to face, I had in my mind I didn't know them, that they were strangers. And to a certain extent, yes, because when you haven't seen or met a person face to face and then you say, OK, we're going to go on a trip. That's a big jump. You guys, that is a leap of faith that I could have never imagined myself taking. But once again, I went into this year with a mindset of I'm doing everything that God tells me to do. If he called me to this small group to meet weekly for I think our meeting ran from like 7 p.m to like nine o'clock like we was chatting it up you guys we really were having some deep very good conversations um but anyways I, like it was god i know it was god that put me in this group i know it was god that led me to find my community amongst these women and i went on a trip and that's the trip i was telling you guys that i just came back from we went on a trip to florida um it was not the whole group i think it was a total of seven of us that went from the group and you guys <laughs> I'm still in shock when I think about the entire experience of the trip or not even just the trip, just the way God worked everything out from day one of having me join this group of lovely ladies to the end of the semester and going on this trip. Like that is an experience I'm never going to forget. Um, I'm going to have those memories, those conversations, those moments that we had together. I'm going to have them embedded in my brain forever. Like it was just such... I'm speechless because it was just such, oh gosh, I'm trying not to get emotional. It was just, I don't have words. Just know that that experience was something that I definitely needed. Um, it's not something I ever saw myself doing. Once again, this is my first time extending myself and putting myself out there into a group of new people. And not just that, y'all, I got on a plane. I got on a plane for my very first time in my 27 years of life to go and travel to Florida with these women. Um, and that alone is a testimony. That alone was me like, okay, God, I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to do this. You called me to do it. There's no backing down. I have to get on this plane. I have to do this. And not to mention one of my Close, 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 close friends from the group. Courtney, girl, if you are listening, I kind of didn't want to say your name. I don't know how y'all feel about that. But, girl, I know you don't care deep down. Courtney, girl, if you are listening, y'all, <laughs> from day one of being in the meeting, my girl Courtney, she did not even know me, y'all. All she knew was my name. As soon as I said I was, I introduced myself and said I was from Maryland, my girl Courtney jumps on and she's like, hey, Amber, what part of Maryland are you from? Because I'm in Delaware, basically saying, like, you know, we're real close. Um, and she agreed from that day, like, hey, I'm going to meet you at the airport and we're going to ride that plane together because she knew that I had a fear of planes. That was something that I had mentioned. And that was my reason for avoiding the trip was because I was scared of planes. So. Literally, you can, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys see the seriousness in this and just how God really favored and worked everything out from day one, but he literally placed me amongst a group of women that I did not even know that I needed at the time. Um, I knew I wanted 
a community of fellow believers, but I had no clue that it was going to be that intimate, that personal, um, that challenge, not even challenging, but just like for once in my life, I felt comfortable enough to open up to new situations and new people without having in my mind that I can't trust them or that they're going to take what I'm saying and use it against me or that they're going to judge me. There was none of that. It was a judge-me-free zone from day one, and I felt that. Um, and even for certain, um, some of them to reach out on separate occasions just to check on me, to make sure I'm doing good, to offer to ride a plane with me. My girl lived two hours away. She drove here to Maryland to ride a plane with me. She did not have to do that. And it's just so many things that I know was only because of the grace of God um, when it comes to this trip. And like I said, I'm not going to get into too much detail, even though I already did. Y'all, we've been talking for 24 minutes. 24 minutes is supposed to be a short episode, but I'm trying to bring it to a close. But you guys, it's just so many details. There's so many things that I could say, but I just really want to emphasize and stress to you guys. If you do not have a community of fellow believers while you are on your walk with God, while you're on this journey of growing closer to God and really, you know, getting that strong foundation within your religion and your relationship, I encourage you to find a group, find a community, even if it's just one person. It doesn't have to be a group of 13 to 14 to 20 people. It can just be one or two people. Um, pray to God for us, ask for his guidance, ask him to, you know, put you in the right direction because that's exactly what I did. And I know if I had not went to God first and I just tried to do it on my own, it would have never worked out. But definitely pray to God first. Tell him. He already knows the desires of your heart anyway. So you really don't have to say too much. But just express to him that that is something you are looking for. That, you know, that's the next step you're ready to take in your in your journey. Um, and he'll point, like I said, he'll point you in the right direction. He'll show you exactly who you need to be around, <laughs> where it is, all that. He'll give you all the details, you guys. Like, God makes, when you're walking in the will of God and you are being obedient God makes things so easy for you, like literally easy. He gives you every step down to the detail, down to what it is he wants you to do next and when he wants you to do it, like plain and clear, you guys. Um, I think that's all I have to say. I just really want to emphasize the importance of having a community around you. Community matters and community goes beyond, you know, your inner circle. Community goes beyond just your family. Community Outside of all of that, it's it's no such thing as having too much support. So I hope you guys found something in these 26 minutes. I was not intending for this episode to be that long, but like I said, there's a lot that goes into it, and there's still a lot that I could say, but I just want you to guys to really try your hardest not to be isolated, um, not to be guarded, you know, open up your heart, open up your mind, share with other people. You're not alone. Everyone has their past. Everyone has traumas that they've been through. Everyone has experiences. And you never know what sharing or being amongst a group of individuals um, who are similar. You never know what your testimony can do for them. So I'll leave you guys with that. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Always, always, always feel free to reach out to me. If you don't want to reach out in the comment section where everybody can see, you can always email me. I always leave my personal email in the description box, in the show notes. But that's all for now. Um, oh, 
also one more thing i am back on social media so if you follow me on instagram you will see um pictures in my post about this florida trip you will see my friends that i met um for the first time in that in that group um you will just get more details so go check that out if you're interested and i'll catch y'all in the next one peace